Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, a very special episode of Atlanta Business Radio. This is the GSU ENI episode where we spotlight the folks that are doing amazing things at Georgia State University. Today on the show, we have Emily Alice Wilson with ECAT Productions. Welcome, Emily. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about your production company. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so ECAP Productions essentially discovered that uh, a lot of small businesses struggle to be able to afford video marketing. And so, and, and we also noticed that it's very difficult for college students and recent graduates to find paid work within the film industry. So we kind of combined, did like a combined solution to those problems. And essentially by hiring recent graduates and college students were able to offer lower rates for small businesses. So we create jobs uh, for those students and recent grads and also provide cost-effective marketing for small businesses in the Atlanta area. So now, um, how'd you get into editing and film? Yeah, so I've actually been editing for a really long time. I started when I was in middle school, um, just on iMovie and kind of the free applications that were around. And I started editing free soccer videos for my brother's soccer club. And they would show them actually at the banquet at the end of the season. And um, a bunch of parents started coming up to me and asking me for copies. And so I started selling copies for $5 a piece. Um, And then from that, some parents would ask me to make graduation videos for their kids, quinceanera videos, just all kinds of stuff. And so that's when I realized that I needed to come up with a business so I could pass out cards and have a business email. And so from then on, I started getting into editing until I got to college and decided I was going to study it. Now, do yeah. you do primarily just the editing or do you do the filming as well? Um, I, I have done filming in the past, but I mainly focus on video editing. And then we have our separate videographers that, that we hire. Now, um, you mentioned that you're doing work with small businesses. What are some ways that small business can leverage film in their business? Yeah, so of course, with the pandemic, we've seen a huge rise of video marketing on social media. I mean, I'm sure we all know what TikTok and Reels is and how big those have gotten. And so a big thing we focus on is social media and just making sure businesses have more than just pictures and stills on their sites and making sure they have video, which um, tends to grab people's attention more. So now, um, do you work with clients who, you know, a lot of the video now is filmed on people's phones so that people can film, um, you know, pretty much anything they'd like. Do you help, you know, take kind of that raw footage and then make it into a, a kind of more polished video? Yeah, yeah. That's another big way we help small businesses save money on, on their video production. Um, and we we give lots of tips um, and feedback for how small businesses can actually film media themselves. And then we've gotten we've gotten really good at kind of 
repurposing video and, and media that they may already have that they shot themselves, or maybe it was from a previous shoot, or we can teach them how to shoot the media themselves and repurpose that for them. So how about give our listeners some advice when it comes to shooting video? Is there, um, like, I guess it would matter, like if it's for YouTube versus TikTok or, um, or Reels, what are some kind of do's and don'ts when it comes to optimizing your video on those platforms? Yeah, well, the first thing to pay attention to is the length of the video. For YouTube, you're going to want something longer while Reels and TikTok usually have anywhere from a one minute to sometimes even less than 30 seconds that you can actually post the video for. So that's the first thing I pay attention to. And then the other thing is is thinking about how that video is going to be, like what kind of screen it's going to be on. You know, are you going to need to have a portrait um, aspect ratio where it's kind of that vertical where you would see on an iPhone or do you need it to be a square or do you need it to be landscape? Um, and then after that, the two big things to think about are just making sure you have really good lighting and really good sound. And then how do you kind of go about, like you say, improving the sound? Yeah. So a big one I always recommend to people is, I mean, almost all of us have earbuds, um, Apple earbuds are really great or just kind of like earbuds with external microphones. Um, But even if you don't have something like that, using a voice memos app on a smartphone um, can tremendously improve the sound as opposed to just using sound from a camera or a laptop or something like that. And then for lighting, you know, um, you don't have to have fancy lighting equipment to get good lighting. Just make sure you're filming during the day, you're facing a window. If you have lamps around, have your lamps turned on um, and just focusing on those two things can really make a, a video look really polished. So now what is from a content standpoint, what is kind of good content that a business owner should be thinking about producing just to have maybe on their website or in social media, just as kind of a, a way to educate folks about what they got going on? Yeah, a lot of of people like to see faces. Um, I've read a lot of studies that talk about faces and thumbnails um, or in TikTok videos, uh, people tend to watch them more. So I always recommend to people if, if they're willing to get in front of the camera and talk about their product or talk about themselves as whether they're the business owner or whatever they, their job is for that business and just get their, their face in front of the camera if they're comfortable with that or find someone in their team who is comfortable with that because because that can um, really help you catch catch the algorithm better and, and more people will want to watch it and click on it. Now, is it something that, is it better to kind of film a lot of things and then just slowly roll it out over time? Or is it better to, um, you know, just kind of put it all out at once? Is there a strategy um, about uh, the frequency? Yeah, it's definitely good to have consistent content that you're rolling out over time. Um, a, a good starting place is, I would say, one video a week. And they don't have to be complicated. Um, TikTok videos and Reels videos, which I keep bringing those up because those are the really big platforms right now. I mean, those are 15, 30 seconds long. Um, and so they don't take long to, to make. And I actually recommend um, recording them all 
in batches at the beginning of the month. And so then you have your content to roll out for that month, ready to go. So you would kind of pre-plan like, okay, like September's coming up. I'm going to do these kind of whatever, four to eight videos and then record them all over the weekend or one weekend and then just roll them out one or two a week throughout the month. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and it's always good to plan that way because there's a good balance between you want to have some of your videos are following the trends and stuff that you see online, but then also as a business, you want to have content that's promoting your, your product or maybe giving tips and tricks like for, for ECAT productions, social media. I, I do little editing tutorials or advice for clients to record. And so having that balance between the funny content and then also promoting your business. Um, and so it's good to, to plan ahead and kind of do that batch recording just so that you have a, a strategy. So um, anything that you've done that you can share that is something you're most proud of? Uh, yeah, I I actually um, heard some news kind of at the end of the spring, and I was really proud to hear that a couple of my clients um, who were actually part of the previous Main Street cohort had hired me to do virtual pitch competition videos for them. Mm-hmm. And a few weeks after I delivered them the final video, both of them actually ended up they, it was two separate competitions they were in, but both of them ended up placing and winning some money. Um, so I was really proud of them, and I was really proud of ECAT Productions for be able, being able to produce a video, like a award-winning video in that sense. So if there's folks listening that have a startup that are maybe getting involved in a pitch competition, it might be a good idea to invest in a little better quality video production rather than maybe what they can do on their own. Yeah, definitely. Because with everything being virtual, it's really important to have a good solid video because everyone's had over a year to get really good at recording themselves. Um, So you really want to invest in your video content and make yourself stand up, stand out, especially on pitch competitions. So now um, your work primarily is with businesses now, or do you do also like maybe creatives um, and helping them with their like music videos or things like that, or or all of the above? Um, Yeah, I I have done some work with music videos. The clients that we tend to work with the most are small businesses, just because that's what's in largest demand. Um, I love to do all sorts of editing, though, so I would never turn someone away. Um, but definitely small businesses is our, our niche that we're focusing as we grow. So you're not doing like weddings or kind of those kind of celebrations? Um, we, I, I, like I said, I've done graduation videos and stuff in the past, so it's definitely uh, something we, we can do. Um, so I, like I said, I would... I would never say no to a client. So I love to do all sorts of editing. So So I would do that as well. So it's worth a conversation no matter what their project is to have them talk to you or somebody on your team. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause we have, we have editors and we have videographers. So any sort of event, whether it's for a personal event or a small business, anything like that, um, we'd love to hear from them. What about people who are like putting together like short films or things like that? Do you do that kind of work as well? 
Yeah, I, I have done short film work before. I have worked as an editor. I've also done first AD work and producing work. Um, so any any of that, all of, all of the above, I love to do it all. So anything rega- regarding video production, it could be a TV commercial, it could be a commercial uh, for YouTube, it could be a graduation video, that anything that has to do with the video camera, you can help somebody um, take the quality up a notch and make it more effective? Yeah, absolutely. So if somebody wanted to learn more, what's the website? So the website is ecatproductions.com, which is E-K-A-T productions.com. And then can they find your work also like on YouTube or on the social channels? Yeah. So we, we're all, all of our social media and YouTube is under that same ECAT productions handle. So we're on YouTube, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, and then of course we have our website and then, our email is also ecapproductions at gmail. So everything can be found under that, that handle. Well, Emily, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GSU ENI radio.